Welcome to the Metro Detroit Christian Church Podcast. Up next, you will hear a message delivered by one of our pastors or guest speakers. We pray that you encounter Jesus Christ as you engage with this message. What a wonderful day. Lord, Father, we just thank you so much. You love the world so much that you sent your son perfect sacrifice to win humanity and to build a family. Thank you for this, Lord. Let's open up right now to the Father. Let's just come back into touch with the Lord, with the Father, with God. Just come back into touch with you, Father. Right now, open up right now to the Father. He's here. He's here. Thank you, Father. I just want to encourage you right now to open yourself up, experience the Father right here in front of each one of us. Arms open. He's drawing you close in. Let yourself fall right now into his chest. Let his arms wrap around you. Let the Father hold you. Lord, we just thank you for your massive chest. Let's put our head right into your chest, Lord. Let you come around us and cover us. Feel the the boundaries of your arms. Feel the protection. Impenetrable. We thank you, Lord, for this impenetrable love and impenetrable protection that we have with you. Just let this wash over you right now. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Just keep opening up. Wonderful move of the Spirit earlier. Wonderful move of Jesus. Open up to the Father. Thank you, Father. Slide one. Luke 15 says this, when a son was still a great way off, this is Jesus speaking in the middle of a parable, when, he, when a son was a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. The father said to his servants, bring out the best robe and put it on and put a ring on his hand sandals on his feet 
and bring the fatted calf here and kill it. And let us eat and be merry, for this is my son. This experience, reveal, this experience that Jesus reveals of the Father and of his Son has often been seen as a one-time revelation or a one-time experience reserved for a man or a woman when they first come to Christ. But it also reveals, and, and that's true, it is a picture of that, but it also reveals a rhythm, a way of rest, a way of restoration. We often, regularly, must experience our own repentance from dead works and the powerful embrace of the Father. He sees us, the Father is watching, and he is running to meet us with compassion, falling on us with kisses, and immediately covering. We need this experience regularly. In the Son, we have access now to the Father at any time, anywhere. Immediately, robes are upgraded, we see, when we come, into, come to the Father. Robes are upgraded, the robes of a priest in Christ Jesus, immediately placed onto us. Immediately, a ring is placed onto our finger. Immediately, authority is established. Immediately sandals on our feet, Christ washing and cleansing us. And this is his service that we must continually receive. But also, these sandals are shod with the gospel. We're activated to speak. This is all happening in the presence of our Father. This is all happening out of the regular rhythm of embrace of our Father. And... All of this is escalating into an experience of the fatted calf being killed. We are brought by the Father into a fresh experience in his house of Christ and him crucified. And we, are, we eat and we're thrilled with joy. This rhythm, this is a rhythm. This is a foundation for our lives in Christ. And how something begins is how it's maintained. We never come out of this pattern. We never come out of the rhythm of having encounters with our Father. Different things have different rhythms in life. Breathing is moment by moment. Breakfast is typically once a day. <laughs> Taking the garbage out is once a week. Paying tabs on your car is once a year. These rhythms matter, and confusing them has real implications. For instance, if you became obsessed with garbage and were taking it out moment by moment, <laughs> This would have real implications for your life. <laughs> if you didn't breathe but for once a day, that would have implications on your life. So understanding the rhythms matters of these things. 
and the father's love and the experience of his embrace and being convinced of his care and the experience of him falling on us. I love that. Whew. Just let that hit your heart. That's, that's, that's God. Let that hit any other picture. This experience of him falling on us must be found in the right rhythm of our lives. So this foundation of experience of the Father's covering and care and it personally touching our hearts determines the confidence we will have to extend ourselves into other spheres beyond ourselves. Let me say that again. The foundation of the experience of the Father's covering and care and it personally touching our hearts determines the confidence we will have to extend ourselves into other spheres beyond us. If we are absorbed with self because we're not convinced of covering and care, we will be very challenged to extend ourselves beyond self-protection. So that if there are questions about God's love and covering, his faithfulness, his immediacy, his compassion, his engagement in your life, our engagement into others' lives will be diffused and weakened. Even with lingering questions about our personal safety and care, we'll still likely have some energy to give to the family. But it'll have gaps. It'll be about us. And then to be one that has energy to build the body will definitely be very challenging and very vulnerable to a mindset that body life has at its core something that builds me because the energy is about me. With lingering questions and a sense of being on your own regarding your safety or your family's safety, the care of your future, the provision for your life, there will likely be no authentic energy for the harvest or to build the community or to step into new spheres of service like civil government. So conviction by way of experience is not just for one time, but a regular rhythm. It's required for us to continue to move with Christ and what he's doing these three months, these five months, three years, and 10 years and beyond. Must have the right rhythm of coming to the Father, knowing his love experientially, his care, his covering, provision, leadership, and protection, and that convincing us that everything around us is cared for. And it releases us to care for another. Convinced that I am loved, I am completely covered in all facets and areas of, of life, Convinced that God is literally working all things for good in my life, in the life of my family, friends, and brothers and sisters in the body. The Spirit is working today for you and I to be convinced of God's love and your preciousness to him. The Father is constantly 
considering your life. He's caring for your every day, your every step. His thoughts toward you are precious. They're of great value, highly esteemed, costly, and of a great worth. It says this in Psalm 139. How precious are your thoughts to me, O God. How great is the sum of them. If I should count them, they would be more than the number of the sand. When I awake, I am still with you. Well, wouldn't you know it? In, in 2012, a group of researchers from the University of Hawaii attempted to guesstimate the grains of sand in the world, <laughs> according to an NPR article. This is a quote. They said, if you assume a grain of sand has an average size and you calculate how many grains are in a teaspoon and then multiply by all the beaches and deserts in the world, the earth has roughly, this is a quote, and we're speaking roughly here, <laughs> 7.5 times 10, uh, 10 to the 18th power grains of sand which is to say another way, seven quintillion, 500 quadrillion grains of sand on the earth. David had a worldview, had a conviction, and had a, an experience. He said this again. How great are the number of your thoughts toward me? If I was to count them, they would be more than seven quintillion, 500 quadrillion thoughts toward me. You know, sometimes we think about God and we go, we were made just a little lower. <laughs> we're in his image, by the way. No, this, this, is, this is another level, who God is. Okay, so if you were to live 100 years, if you were to live 100 years, you have, will live 3,153,600,000 seconds, which means this. It means that every second of your life, God has 2,378,234,398 thoughts toward you. Let that wash over you right now. Really. Two billion thoughts a second are coming toward you from God. <sighs> and they're very good thoughts. Lord, let, we just let that wash over us right now. We let go of our anxiousness. We are not out strategizing you. 
we are not outthinking you. We are not outplanning you. I don't even know if we're having 2,000 thoughts in a lifetime. <laughs> and Lord, you're, you are bombarding us with billions and billions and billions of thoughts. Incredible, impenetrable care and covering that we have in Christ. Let that wash over you right now. Let that, let that deliver you of anxious striving, trying to produce a life. When I was looking at this this week, this verse from Romans eleven thirty three just came up in my spirit. Oh, the depth of the riches of both the wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments and his ways past finding out. You are so loved. We are so loved. We can, with discernment, we can relegate a lot of the thinking system, a lot of the subconscious frenetic thinking system. We can let that go. We, we are cared for. We are protected. God is really, really, I mean, just in this room, we're talking. I mean, what's the magnitude of thought, the magnitude of presence of God in this room right now, just, just over the next hour? How lives are working together and how, how strategies of moment by moment, everything under his care and covering and protection. So you and I exist in the impenetrable care of God. You and I exist in the impenetrable care of God. Nothing can touch us. Let it wash over you. Let it wash over you. Let go of the armor. Let the walls come down. Believe the goodness of your Father, the care of your Father. Moment by moment, precious thoughts toward you. So he helps us in Isaiah 55. He, he, he says, my thoughts are not your thoughts. Nor are my ways your ways, says the Lord. Oh, I may not have that. Oh, yeah. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, and so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. And I think many of us have read this at different times, and we have said, I think my thoughts are just, just below his. <laughs> I, he says they're not as high, but they're, they're pretty close. <laughs> no. 
His thoughts are not your thoughts. And his ways are literally not your ways. He is way beyond you. He is way beyond man. He is way beyond me. He thinks, works, moves on a whole nother level that's called God. <laughs> and wherever that has been conflated and brought together in some kind of way, I sense right now repentance. Lord, we lay down right now some sort of high thought about ourselves. Repentance, number one, that you're alone, on your own, not seen, not cared for. But also repentance right now. If this is you, just receive it right now. Work with the Lord right now. Repentance for rejecting the word and elevating emotions and feelings over the word of God, the strength of God, the power of God. Yes. Yes. Let it wash right now. The Lord is just moving on, on you. Let it let it happen. Let it happen. <laughs> let go. Some of you let go of your thinking face. Let God do the thinking. <laughs> Let him care for you. Let him lead you. Ooh. Let him plan. Let him direct. I praise God that these are not garbled thoughts. This is not two billion thoughts a second coming in in a smushed way. These are unique thoughts. He knows what they are and they follow a good theme. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. For I know the thoughts that I am thinking toward you. An, an, aff an affirmation of Jehovah. Thoughts of peace and not of evil. To give you posterity and a hope. Lord, we receive convincing right now. Conviction right now. That every detail of our lives is thoughtfully considered. Planned for. And is being walked out by your perfect shepherding. You have 2,350,000,000 thoughts per second coming toward us of peace. Coming toward us of a good future. Coming toward us of hope, of prosperity, plans of a good future. To give us generations on the earth. Two billion thoughts a second 
about the generations not being blotted out through your line of faith, but being worked powerfully on the earth. God is doing that. You can let that one go and let God take that one. Thank you, Jesus. Your line will not end. Your line will not end. I just see a work right now happening with fathers and mothers of, of adult children and concern. I hear the Lord, I just see the Lord working on you to know his thoughts and plans of a good hope and a good future. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Wow. We just let that go into your hands, Lord. We trust you that it's not our anxious thoughts and strategies that's going to win the day here. But, Lord, you are working powerfully in, this, in these families. You have secured a posterity. It will be... Thank you, Lord. God has not left this good future. Well, I want to say one more thing, one more thing. Not one evil thought. Not one. Not one thought to harm you. Not one. Every thought for you to grow, prosper, be planted, be fruitful, overcome, break through. Good future, good future, good future, good future. Yeah, let it go in. Let it go all the way in. Drink, drink the cup right now of a good future and let it go all the way in. Ooh, let it go past the self-protection. Let, let it go all the way down deep. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Good future. God has not left this good future to chance. He, he stationed the highest angel above every angel, our high priest, Jesus Christ, in a very strategic place in the heavenlies. He has stationed them over you, he is stationed, Christ is stationed over you and ev over every promise to foresee it unto, the, unto a completion in your life, in our lives corporately. It says this, Christ came as high priest of the good things to come. With a greater and more perfect tabernacle not made with hands, that is, not of this creation, 
not with the blood of goats and calves, but with his own blood, he entered the most holy place once and for all, having obtained eternal redemption for us. Christ Jesus, our Lord, our Savior, our high priest, our king, is high priest of good things to come. He is overseen by the power and the confidence of his blood. Good things. Bad things are being blasted out of the ecclesia. Bad things are being blasted out of your soul. Projections and images of a bad future are being blasted now by the blood of Jesus. Washing your subconscious, washing your mind, washing your history banks right now. Where you have projected a bad future, Christ is over you saying, no. <laughs> I am high priest says the Lord, of good things to come. We receive you, Lord. We don't treat your priesthood as common, as rinky-dink. Helps one day, doesn't help another. Helps in the moment, but doesn't help for the lifetime. We repent of that religious, weak system and any participation we've had in that weak thing. We submit ourselves to the gospel, to the word of God, and the truth of the priesthood of Christ and his power to save to the uttermost. That uttermost goes back, that uttermost goes to the sides. That uttermost goes out, and that uttermost goes into your future. In fact, that uttermost is actually paving a way in your future of good things for you to walk in, good things for you to experience and receive. <laughs> this pathway of his blood. The Lord Jesus has been made and has come to us as high priest and through his blood and sacrifice is overseeing the working out and walking out of good things. It's unshakable. It's unstoppable. Good things are piling down on you and are invading every area of your life because of the love and will of the Father and because of the perfect priesthood of Christ and his powerful blood. I'm going to say that again. Let this wash over you. Drink this in like a cold cup of water. The Lord has been made and has come to us as high priest. And through his blood and through his sacrifice is overseeing the working out and the walking out of good things. It is unshakable. It is unstoppable. Good things are piling down on you and are invading every area of your life 
because of the love and will of the Father and because of the perfect priesthood and powerful blood of Jesus Christ. Can you worship him? Can you express something now out of your spirit to Jesus Christ? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. What you have won, what you are holding, what you have taken for us. Let it come. Let it come. Let it come. All provision. All blessing. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, keep, keep talking. Thank you, God, piling up on us. Station, blessing that's just stationed along the way like a marathon runner with cups of blessing. That's our life. Thank you, God. You're overseeing and it can't be stopped. Thank you, God. No demon, no plan of hell can stop the good things from coming. Thank you, Lord. The powerful blood of Jesus is washing every past sin or failure and is shoring up every point of vulnerability. Nothing, I repeat, nothing is being held against you. What is under the blood of Jesus is gone. <laughs> Within these immeasurable structures of thoughts and care and covering and leadership, God is intentionally forgetting your sins and past failures with perfect forgetfulness. We are in a new era of completed covenant that's ratified by the blood of Jesus. And God says this, none of them shall teach their neighbor and none his brother, saying, know the Lord. For all shall know me, from the least of them to the greatest of them. For I will be merciful to their unrighteousness and their sins and their lawless deeds. I will remember no more. Receive right now the no more of Jesus Christ. The no more of your Father. I remember them no more. Says the Lord. God has forgotten your past mistakes. God has forgotten about your past sins. God has forgotten about your past failures. He doesn't remember them anymore. To some of you, he is saying, stop it. Stop it. What are you talking about? Stop bringing up these things that I don't even remember anymore. What are you talking about? It's gone. Stop bringing that thing up that I forgave 20 years ago. 
It's not affecting you anymore. It's not creating blockage of relationship with God anymore. It's under the blood of Jesus. So here's a question. God has forgotten your past mistakes. Have you? Have you? Saints, receive a fresh washing right now. Blood sprinkling you, cleansing you, every sin. God's perfect forgetfulness coming over you. What he has forgiven, he has forgotten. Grace is coming to you right now for you to forgive yourself, forgive others, forgive God. And he is throwing his robe over you, his mind over you, of his perfect forgetfulness and is giving you a gift to forget. Those past sins are not in the equation anymore. Blood is now in the equation. Thank you, Lord. You're washing memory banks. You're, you're destroying scripts and videotapes. I just see a fire just throwing these things in the fire. If that's you, interact with a blaze of God and throw, throw these memories into the fire. Be done with them right now. Don't take them out of this room. Where you messed up as a mother or father, throw it in. Where you messed up as a son or daughter, throw it in. Where you messed up before marriage, throw it in. Throw it all in. Thank you, Lord. He's not holding it against you anymore. And he's giving you the grace to not hold it against yourself anymore. You're not greater than God. What he has forgotten, what he has forgiven, it's not because he's absent-minded. It's because per the covenant, per the legal document, of the New Testament, which is a legal document, it's been satisfied. Your sin has been satisfied by the blood of Jesus. And it's been blotted. 
sin removed from you, placed into Christ. Thank you, Lord. Just going into synapses and places of the soul. Trauma in body, in bodies coming out right now. Wow. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. After Jesus entered the most holy place with a his own blood, the writer of Hebrews turns to say that Jesus and this sacrifice with his blood, it didn't stop there, kept going and going and going and says, how much more shall the blood of Christ that cleansed the holy of holies and the temple in heaven, how much more shall the blood of Christ who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God cleanse your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. Receive right now a cleansing of your conscience. <laughs> so your memory banks and your conscience. Thank you, Lord. By the power of God through Christ, your memory banks and embedded places of conscience that were marred by failures and sins, mistakes, and missing the mark. They're cleansed and washed and removed and forgotten. And this whole covering over you that's working in you, the covering of God's perfect love and the covering of the blood and sacrifice of Christ in you has created over you the most safe place in existence. It's called in Christ. And it's impenetrable. Nothing can touch you. You're the apple of his eye. You're hidden in Christ. Pastor Lisa was referencing this, the truth of this. It's, it's a strong tower. It's a citadel. Be convinced today of the impenetrable care of God loves you, billions of thoughts toward you, all working for good, and his son in all his authority and power protecting a good future and good things to come. God is love. He is perfect, and his views and revelations are perfect. He is not petty. God is not scornful, bitter, resentful. He's not short-sighted. He's not irritated with you. He's not put out. You're not a hassle. God works in our lives. Our Father works in our lives, not because he's obligated, but because he delights in you. Look at this verse from Psalm 18, 19. David, I think this was David's favorite psalm. 
He's saying this at the beginning of his life when he was being chased by Saul. And he's saying this at the end of his life in 2 Samuel 22. I think this was a theme of God's constant care and protection all through his life. And this was the worldview that David was carrying, the revelation and experience. He has brought me out into a broad place. And he's delivered me because he delighted in me. He's not delivering us, saving us, working in our lives because it's a project. You're not a burden. You're not a burden to God. He is in love with you. And all the obstacles that sin created to the experience of that love, Jesus paid the full price to bring us back into relationship so that we would know experientially the fullness of his delight in every area of our lives. All curse swallowed up. All blessing is now your experience, my experience. Thank you, Lord. God is love. And we receive this next slide with zero, especially you old timers. <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> I see that hand. <laughs> Receive this next slide fresh. God is love. This is 1 Corinthians 12. Sliding in the truth of what is love. God is love. Read this with me, or read along as I say this out loud. God is love, God is patient, God is kind, God does not envy, God does not boast, God is not proud, God does not dishonor others, God is not self-seeking, he's not easily angered. It takes a lot, actually, to anger God. God keeps no records of wrong. God thinks no evil but rejoices with truth. Not one evil thought. God always protects. He is always protecting. He trusts. God has massive wells of hope. Unfathomable perseverance. He never fails. Never. He never has, he never will. This is your father. This is God. Again, let this wash over you right now and cleanse us, cleanse you from every contrary thought. And right now I encourage you, whether softly to yourself in your chair or with the energy that you desire to share, Put one of these phrases right now in your mouth. 
declare the truth. Be a priest in Christ and sprinkle yourself and sprinkle this region with the truth of God's character and his love. God is the perfect shaper. He's the perfect mover. He's the perfect producer. He's the perfect influencer. He's the perfect responder. He's the perfect contemplator. We've hit that pretty squarely today. He's the perfect doer. And he is working everything for your good. <laughs> he is working. Say, my God is working. My Father is working. My Lord is working. The Spirit is working. Everything for my good. Because I love Him. He is the fullness of all things. God owns all things. God works in and through all things for your good. Nothing is, is escaping his attention. Nothing is catching him off guard. He was well aware of the election of 2020. He, he knows exactly what's going to happen this year. He's, 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 and he's working. Nothing to be afraid of. So he is overseeing your father, our God, is overseeing good things to come for you and your family for the body of Christ, and for this community. Yes. You're a good thing, actually, that he's working in Farmington Hills. <laughs> he's working all good things for Farmington Hills. You know what some of that is? You. I appreciated my daughter Ava's prayer when we were praying. She goes, when we move into Farmington Hills, it's going to start a move in Farmington Hills. I went, whoa, that's a good word. <laughs> Within this impenetrable structure of love and thoughts and care of leadership, we can rest. We are refreshed. We are loved. We have a father. We have a shepherd. He is literally leading us into green pastures. He is leading us to fields of nourishment and nurturing. He makes us lie down in Christ beside still, peaceful, rejuvenating waters. 
where we are convinced that every need and every, every need is cared for. Every provision is planned out. And where the articulation of every want and desire is welcomed. So we can lay down a grip on our lives. We can let go of armor today. And in Christ, we truly are in a strong tower. Yes. And in his word, we truly are established upon a rock that cannot be shaken when any storm comes against it. This is a miracle of God's forethought, his foresight, his masterful, creative, unimaginably intricate and mind-blowingly sophisticated leadership over all the heavens and all the earth. So, continue to come to the Father. Come to Jesus. Where Jesus says, let go of your labor. Let go of your weariness trying to think through life, plan through life, navigate the political, social, racial, familial, financial complexity of the 2020s. Find rest as you found rest today. Find rest all year long, all life long. And as we are released from self-protection today, as you have been letting go and letting go and letting go, we are released into the service of the Son of Man, Christ. We are so cared for, so covered, that we increasingly, we become more and more free to apply our energy to the care and covering of our family, the body, our neighbors, and the community. Let's stand. Lord, I thank you for your work today. I thank you for your, I thank you for the fresh release of your blood and your washing, your cleansing going deep into places of the mind and soul and heart, unlocking trapped pain, unlocking places of where we haven't forgiven ourselves and releasing that to you. Thank you for opening our eyes to see and our spirits to see the depth of care, the depth of leadership, the de depth of planning and provision that you are moment by moment pouring out into our lives. We are truly, truly, truly covered. Lord, I thank you that's working powerfully within our hearts. Help us each to find the rhythm of coming to you, experiencing you, Father, and continue to wash the images and the pictures of imperfect fathering that has wanted to lay a film over you, Father, that we would continually come out of that and come into the truth of the scripture, the experience of the word of God and who you really are. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for listening to our podcast. 
We hope that you enjoyed wrestling with the Word and the Spirit as you engaged with this message. For more information, please visit our website at www.metrodetroit.org. And have a great week.